Hey friends, I'm Jennifer, and you're listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast, a podcast for beauty industry providers and business owners that are wanting to level up their game to create a profitable career. If you're feeling stuck and you want more out of this industry, then join me as I share with you my strategies, lessons I've learned along the way, and how I overcame fear by shifting my mindset to build a healthy business. I built a solid book behind the chair, launched a bridal company, became a salon suite owner to most recently opening up a salon. As creative entrepreneurs, we need an education that empowers us and makes an impact on helping us raise our standards. My mission is to teach you how you can reach your goals quickly, build your books and your business faster, and master the framework for creating a successful and rewarding career. Thank you for joining me. Let's do this. Welcome to your Game Changer Podcast. Welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. You guys, I'm so excited to be shifting our newest series into marketing strategies. And today I have this amazing guest. Her name is Rachel Nolm, and she is a Pinterest marketing strategist. And we are so excited and honored to have her on our podcast and for her to share her journey, her story, and all of the information about Pinterest that we can learn from. Rachel, thank you so much for being a part of our show. Hey, thanks for having me. So, Rachel, tell me, tell our listeners, um, I you know I've been doing a little bit of research about you. I um, came across Rachel last year and I was like, this girl knows what she's talking about. Um, and we also have been, we've also worked with a, a similar coach, um, Stacy Tushel. And so um, this is where we kind of crossed paths and you came on to a class of ours, the uh, Business Blitz, and it was just amazing, mind-blowing. Um, but Rachel, you have a really unique journey and I would love for you to just share some background about who you are and um, how this business surfaced. Totally, yeah. So um, I played volleyball for 10 years. Um, played in college at the University of Illinois, moved to Africa when I was 20, came back with my master's in social work, um, couldn't find a job with my master's from the number one program in the country, so we ended up on food stamps with negative $400 in our checking account, um, with a new baby, new mortgage, 80 pounds overweight, it was a stressful time. Um, that's when I was in a network marketing business and I saw other people having success and I just thought if they can do it, I can do it too. Um, so I invested a little bit, sold a bunch of furniture in our house and our TV and like our dining room table, um, to learn how to use social media to build that business. And within two years, I went from $20,000 a year to a hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, and a lot of that business I built at the time using Facebook and Instagram. And I built my Facebook fan page to 50,000 followers, Instagram to 20,000. And it was so easy back in like 2012, 2013 to so just post and get all these comments and make a ton of sales. And it, the logarithm shifted. So I had to figure something else out. So I focused on Pinterest and my blog and generating traffic that way. And I had no idea what the heck I was doing, but I was just committed to figuring something out. And before I knew it, my traffic was growing. My email list was growing. And I looked at my Google Analytics and I had over 34,000 people per month coming to that blog from Pinterest. I was like, this is pretty cool. Um, so fast forward a little bit, I knew I wanted to do something different and started this business in August of 2017. And the secret sauce that entrepreneurs needed was Pinterest. Um, I stopped publishing on that first 
business, that first blog. And two years later, my traffic has actually like increased. I'm still making sales from that blog, which is insanity. Um, and that's all evergreen from Pinterest. And so it's been really cool to be able to grow this business. We started it when we were living in France um, to be able to travel all over the world and to help over 4,500 students in the past three years get more leads and sales with Pinterest. Oh my gosh. I just, I love that. And it's crazy too how, um, how God can just like shift you in all sorts of different directions. I mean, the fact that you, you got your master's degree in college doing for what? Social, social working? Yeah. I got my undergrad in political science and sociology and my master's in social work. Wow. Okay. And so, and then from there, um, and when did you launch your business? She's making an impact. August of 2017. August of 2017. Okay. And so, and then when you launched that, that's when you decided to get very specific about Pinterest. Yep. That's amazing. I think for, as a hairstylist and business owner, like, I think that we all have like a love hate for social media and also a love hate for Pinterest because as a hairstylist, we get these maybe unrealistic images of clients that come in and they're like, I want this done to my hair. And we're like, well, there's a lot of filters. This is going to be quite the journey. Um, but, you know, I think that it's so important for a business owner to be utilizing those strategies to grow their business. Um, as a brick or mortar, are you able to help your clients who have brick and mortars too with Pinterest? Yes. I actually just did a, I was interviewed for someone who works with brick and mortar local small businesses and teaching them how they can use Pinterest. I've uh, spoken at real estate conferences, teaching real estate agents how they can use Pinterest. Like it's, it's such a fun platform and I've yet to see a business or I'd be like, it wouldn't work for you. Yeah. What, now what is the difference between, and you've talked about this um, a bit, is what's the difference between social media versus Pinterest? Yes. So social media, like Facebook and Instagram, think of it like you post once and then you got maybe like 12 to 24 hours of that post actually staying up and then it's going to disappear and you're pretty much at the mercy of the logarithm, right? So it's like you have to interrupt someone's pattern. They're scrolling and you need to do something that's going to stop their scroll and grab their attention. Pinterest is different. It's a search engine. So if you can understand search terms, and what your ideal client is searching for, they could be searching for something specific and you show up. And so it's like they were looking for you instead of you being the one that has to stop and interrupt their pattern. Wow. Okay. And and obviously like Google is super important to us because we want to make sure that we're found, but we can actually utilize Pinterest then the same way like Google? Exactly. Like they work hand in hand. So like use Google and Pinterest, why the heck not? And Google images actually show pins at like the very top. So if you search like intermittent fasting for women, I don't know if it's still there, but like for a really long time, me and my client were holding the top spots of Google images for that because of our pins. That's amazing. So, okay. So if a hairstylist wanted to take some of her client's images or model images and put them on Pinterest, how can we attract clients locally? So you want to use local search terms. So let's say I'm in Chicago. I might use the terms like Chicago hairstylist. So I'd use those specific search terms. Awesome. And I love that too, because like, I always feel like Instagram, yeah, it's like, we got to get more followers. We're trying to get more likes on our pictures. It's just 
not growing fast enough. So no, I think it's so hard to grow there now. Like it used to be easy and now it's just, it's, you have to pay basically. Now, would you, so it's not just about pinning a picture. Like what, what is beyond that? There's like a whole, there's like a whole <laughs> strategy behind it. So the picture needs to be like friendly for Pinterest. So it needs to be, um, three to two ratio. I just use Canva. If you use Canva, it's free. You just click on Pinterest template. It's really easy. Um, and it needs to have text on it. That's big and bold. And it's going to grab their attention. Um, and then the pin description itself needs to be conversational, but actually have keywords in it. So I use the example of like Chicago hairstylist. You could have that in that pin description and then having a specific call to action that gets them to come and click through and check out whatever blog post you have. So keywords, uh, some type of call to action. Now on Instagram, we know about hashtags. Is, is hashtags relevant on Pinterest? Kind of. They go, Pinterest changes like every other day. And sometimes they're like, this is important. And then they're like, no, it's not. Um, so kind of, you could just play around with it and use like three to five hashtags and see if you get any traction from it. Um, with hashtags, they're chronological, or um, it's like time-based instead of search-based. Meaning that if you search like hairstylist, you'll see the most recent pins that are using that. Um, which is pretty cool. So with that, you want to be a little bit more generic than like using a long tail keyword like Chicago hairstylist or best hairstylist in Chicago. So, okay. So three to five hashtags, make it specific, kind of play around with that and see if that's really hitting home. The big thing with Pinterest, it's like any platform. Like I, I equate it to Facebook ads because I remember when I got started with Facebook ads, I tested a whole bunch of stuff. I remember I was like split testing images and copy and audiences. Pinterest is the same way. Like you need to test out several different styles of images to find the one that's really going to work for you. Test out different kind of keywords to figure out what is really resonating with your audience. So just kind of think of it like an experiment and you're just going to play around with it and have fun until you find your winning combo. Like finding your secret sauce, what what yes. what makes that work? I love that. Okay, so on Pinterest we can also create ads as well. You can. What um, it does that look similar to Facebook or are these ads? I I haven't personally done it, so I have no idea what that back end looks like. Uh, yeah, that's not my expertise. Um, I remember trying it a couple years ago, and I was so confused. Um. And then I tried it again a couple months ago just to be like, I wonder how this works. It's easier now. I can't say for sure if it's worth it. You could, t again, play around with it and see how it works for you. Uh, but organic reach on Pinterest is freaking awesome. So you don't necessarily need to. And everything that I teach and what I've done in my business has been free. Wow. Okay. So organic reach. We don't have to pay any money for that. So, Okay. You talk a lot about, too, about picking a profitable niche. Niche, niche. <laughs> Either way. Um, can you kind of speak a little bit to that of, of what does that mean to you and, and what could that, what does that mean for a hairstylist? Yeah. So I'll give you an example of in my fitness business. I was first trying to be all things health and fitness to all people. Uh, so I was creating like recipes, but then posts on like just lifestyle, like all over the place. And I noticed by looking at Google analytics, that my most popular blog posts were about keto and intermittent fasting. 
So I just decided to niche everything down to keto and intermittent fasting. So when someone searched for keto, they would find my blog posts. They had my, they could see my freebie, which was like a free keto meal plan. And then I was selling my keto ebook. So everything was very niched down to keto and helping people with that, actually specifically women. So getting specific on who you're targeting and how you're gonna support them. And so when someone's on Pinterest and they're searching for keto, and they landed on my blog at first when it was super generic, they'd be like, oh, that's a great blog post, but everything else is just kind of all over the place. I was really just looking for support with keto. They'll go back to Pinterest. But after I switched it, they would come and they'd be like, oh my gosh, this is a gold mine of information. This is exactly what I was looking for. That's when you could really build that know, like, and trust factor and start building your email list easily and really start to see traction. So how long overall did it take you then to like figure out I can't be talking to the masses. I need to get very specific on who I'm I'm talking to. I mean, this this is like a business evolution because <laughs> I started when I was 23 and had no clue what I was doing. Um, so by looking at Google Analytics, it probably took me like a year or two to be like, oh, okay, that's what you use that for. And like, oh, that's what's actually working. I should probably do more of that. Um, if you're smarter than I am, which most people probably are, you can do that a lot faster, but that was my personal journey. I think that's brilliant too, because like as a hairstylist, a lot of us are doing updos and blondes and brunettes and extensions, and it's, it's kind of all over the place. And so when you can get very specific of, you know, I only want to work with this type of client, like I only want to work with blondes, then they can get really specific on maybe that hashtag Chicago blonde specialist and only be pitching. Uh, putting out pictures on Pinterest of blonde clients, people yeah, that they really want to work like with. Only extensions or only braids or like whatever that's going to look like for you. So it's something that's super specific. I love that. Okay. Only curly hair, you know, like just figure it only short hair, whatever. That's, I, I think that's brilliant. And I think that we really need to focus on that and, and start putting out all of our work on Pinterest. I think so often our clients are bringing in other people's work. Why not them bringing in work we've already done before? And I think that's possible with your strategies that you teach. For sure. Can you, can you speak a little bit more about like what you, now you teach brick and mortars. You, you can teach people who have a, an online business. What would this look like if you were to teach a hairstylist or a salon suite owner? I would see it as basically being the exact same thing. So if your niche is gonna be extensions, I would be creating content that's gonna be helpful to someone who's searching for like maintaining extensions, getting extensions, what kind of extensions, where to get extensions. Like I'm not a hairstylist and hair is not my area of expertise. Obviously it's usually in a ponytail, Uh, but whatever like content you could think of what your ideal client would be searching for, I would create content around that. And so you could use obviously keywords and you have to search on Pinterest. So if you go to Pinterest, you start typing in extensions. Pinterest is gonna start autofilling the most relevant keywords that people are searching for. So it might be, let's actually just have fun and do this right now while I'm talking to you. Let's see. All right, we're gonna search extensions, hair, Extension hairstyles, extension hair clip-in, extension hair black women, extension hair braids, extension hair tape-in. So those are all like examples of long-tail keywords that you could use in your pin descriptions and potential blog topics that you could create. Now, when I say blog topics, let me be clear that you don't have to be a writer. 
to see success on Pinterest, you maybe have a YouTube channel since like hair is so visual. So you could be creating videos on YouTube and then embedding it into a blog and having maybe like detailed descriptions or a transcription of it that you're putting into that blog post. And then you're driving traffic to that video with the description. And like a lot of people ask, why can't I just drive it to YouTube? Because they're gonna get sucked into YouTube and you're gonna lose them. So it's like, you're working hard to drive traffic. I don't know about you, whatever I get on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, it's like squirrel. And like, I came for a reason and then I'm like, they lost me. <laughs> so you wanna be driving that traffic to your blog, your home base, like you own that and you control that experience and you can get them on your email list from there. I love that you're, you're saying that, like it doesn't have to be a blog. I think as a, a visual creative, person I'm always working with my hands writing you know it's it's not my forte but but you're right though you you want to send your guest who sees that Pinterest picture somewhere so they can reach you so if it's not a blog then you're saying we could create a video yeah. um and then but maybe have that on like our website or something yep, yep exactly I love that and I and it probably I mean do you have any um, suggestions on like, does it need to be a certain length? It, like, how do we capture that person from Pinterest and get them into our chair? The biggest thing would be the pin itself, that it's like a scroll strapping pin. So like you yourself, where's my phone? Open up Pinterest right now as you're listening and start scrolling. And once a pin grabs your attention, stop your scroll. Okay, it so was immediately. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> okay, so what is it? Um, for mine, um, um, like an interior design. Let me see it. Okay, so that for you is a beautiful picture in aesthetics. For me, it's this one that has a big bright yellow color. And it's got big, bold text. What kind of blog should I start? And typically those, and it tells, take the quiz and find out. So typically those are the kinds of pins that are going to get the most traction. Big, bold, big, bold text on it. So you, and having a specific call to action. So that's where you want to start. And then the pin description, like we said, it's conversational, has a call to action, getting them to take action to come to your blog post. From there, you want that blog post to be optimized for that Pinterest traffic. And so you have a specific call to action to get them on your email list. So let's go with the extension you know, example. Let's say you're doing extensions. Maybe you create a quiz or some kind of freebie or a checklist of like, are extensions right for you? Take the quiz to find out. And that way you capture their name and their email where you can then market to them in the future to get them in the chair. Mine blown right now. Okay, so we can use <laughs> Pinterest to build up our email list too. Yes, that's the whole goal, build your email list. Oh, okay. I'm blown away right now. Okay, so question, Rachel. So yeah. we are putting out a lot of pictures of images, our makeup, updos, all of that. Would you suggest to also put captions on those images of the the beauty as well you're saying big bold text so you could have a picture of like a hairstyle let me actually let's search on pinterest and see what pulls up when we search um jonah search extensions hair Perfect. extensions 
extensions. All right, so here's an example, extensions for beginners, and it has a picture. So you could put an image in there and have the text above or below it. Um, let me see if... I found that one too, right away. Yeah. Here's another one, advanced ways to wear hair extensions. I don't love this one just because the color doesn't stand out to me. I would like to see that be like a brighter color, but that's another example of being able to use your art, use your images and so, have so text too. Awesome. So bright, um, bold, con let me show you contrast. Of, um, let me see if I can find one of my pins. Da, 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 da. Keep talking while I look. Perfect. And so I love the fact, okay, so if you go up into the search engine of Pinterest and you type in whatever type of specialty or, or niche you want to be known for, you can start to grow inspiration by looking at what other people are posting. What are the top pins that you're seeing? And it's it's neat because I'm seeing some where it is hair, some side-by-side -side makeovers, which I think that makes a big exactly. impact too. Here's an example of one of mine. So it has like pictures of me and then new to eating keto, grab my free meal plan and grocery list. Here's another one. Pictures that I took, and it's a full day of eating keto. I mean, that's like maximizing that image by having yep. having the words, having some images. Um, it really like captivates one you. That really took off. Endomorph diet plan, having pictures of me, um, and having the big bold text on it with the bright colors. Those are amazing. I love that. And that's something easily that we could create in, in like Canva or something. Canva. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not a graphic designer or anything like that. If I can do this, anyone can. So, so we've <laughs> got to create the image, have um, something that's going to be captivating, like big, bold, high contrast, or something bright. Mm -hmm. And then we need to be creating some type of copy in there. Do you think that, yes. is so that the pin description? Yes, the pin description. Let me see if I can pull up the pin description for one of those to give you an example. All right, I get so many emails from my fellow endomorphs about what to eat and how to actually shed body fat. So today I want to share my endomorph diet plan um, and then repin and come grab my free meal plan or whatever. Uh, so the keyword I'm going for and I'm trying to rank for is endomorph diet plan. Do you see how specific that is? That's like the key thing to know with Pinterest and with search engines, you wanna get specific. And so I'm not just using the keyword like weight loss in that pin description, endomorph diet plan. So, so, so specific. And that blog post itself has been shared hundreds of thousands of times. It's like crazy. So if, if we were talking about hair, we could say something specific would be um, platinum, blonde, fine hair to, to thick hair using extensions. So you want to actually look. So that's the thing about Pinterest. You want to go and you want to search. So platinum blonde, platinum blonde hair, and it, Pinterest starts to autofill, right? And so it'll show you what people are actually searching for. Platinum blonde hair. And one of the first things that's popping up, short, platinum blonde hair with low lights, platinum blonde hair ideas for summer. Um, so those are all like more specific search terms that you would use. I wouldn't guess. 
I would literally just go here, start typing, and seeing what Pinterest autofills. That makes it way easier because I don't totally. want <laughs> I don't want to have to guess if we could just already pull no. it up and just use what the most popular uh, copy is being used. That's what we need to put in to our pin copy. Yep. Pin description, you call it. That's amazing. Okay, so Rachel, can you tell more about um, your class? You 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 teach a few different classes. Um, yeah. What class would you recommend for us hairstylists and makeup artists? Start with my free Pinterest masterclass. So I'll be diving into my five-step framework to getting more leads and sales with Pinterest and also three mistakes that you're probably making on social media. So you can just go to freepinterestclass.com to register. Okay, perfect. And I'm going to make sure to put in our show notes how everybody can find you and all of your great information. I know that this was probably shorter than other um, classes. However, you just gave us a whole bunch of nuggets to work with. And so Short, I, sweet, to the point, we get it, get it out. <laughs> I love that. And I think this truly could be a game changer for um, people who are struggling on Facebook and, and, and social media, or maybe they don't have a budget for advertisement. And so I love the fact that you are able to teach people how they can organically grow their reach, build their email list and make a more, more of an impact. Yep. So I love that. So, and then Rachel, you also have a podcast show and that's called but she's making an impact podcast. Okay, awesome. So you guys make sure if you want more information about Pinterest, more of Rachel and all the good things that she's got to share, make sure to subscribe to her podcast. Um, can they also find you on any other platforms? All of them. Um, <laughs> pretty much everything. Uh, we have our the She's Making an Impact Facebook group. We have over 10,000 entrepreneurs in there. Um, on Instagram at She's Making an Impact. And then our blog, She's Making an Impact.com. I love it. Thank you so much, Rachel, for being a part yeah. of the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast. And I can't wait to dive into more information of Pinterest with you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast. If you love to keep track of your favorite shows, then subscribe to this podcast to receive the newest edition when it's released. This podcast was created with you in mind, so I'd love to get your review to learn how this podcast has helped you in your career. And because I love my listeners and want to connect more, join me in our free Facebook community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash salon and suite business. My mission is to help beauty professionals like you create a career that supports the life you want to live. Thank you for being a part of the journey. Thank you.